wherever you are listening, in the car, at home, or if you're uh, flying an airplane, maybe you gotta let, maybe you're tuning in. Hey, this is uh, Skinny on the Home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney. We're brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. Give them a call. Jobs are waiting for you. The Building Institute of Central Kentucky. You can look them up online or call them at 229-6641. Hey, this is uh, Skinny on the Home. We are a live call-in show. And joining me this week is Josh. Don't call me Leaky Fawcett. That's right. That's right. I'm back. <laughs> uh, he's back. Answering your questions, giving you the Skinny on Home Improvement, Remodeling, Designing, Building. Whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative help, or hiring a professional, Skinny on the Home, we're here to help you help educate you, latest products, trends, designs, techniques. Techniques. We are this week continuing our part two discussion on aging in place, universal design, handicap remodeling. So all those things. So if you if you did or didn't were able to join us last week, we kind of defined what universal design is. And so universal design, kind of my definition is whether you're sitting, standing, young or old, anybody can use the space. Mm-hmm. Their their definition in AHBs. Universal design is the design of products and environments to be usable by all people to the greatest extent possible without the need for adaptation or specialized design. So that's kind of the the definition there. I was at a house this past week, and um, a gentleman is using a walker. He's in his 80s, and they wanted they have multiple steps to get out of the house, and he wanted just a safe way to be able to get out of his house, but aesthetically wanted it to look like didn't look want it to pleasing, look like yeah. you know you know a, a wheelchair ramp was on the side of the house. Exactly. So, uh, some things that we talked about were you know ADA standards for ramps are a slope of one in twelve. Mm-hmm. So it's it's basically for every twelve inches you have one inch That's of drop right. drop or rise. And then for universal design, what we try to do is do a one in twenty. Mm-hmm. So it's you have twenty inches with one inch, and it just it's ever so slightly yeah the goal the goal when i explain it to in universal design is if i had no steps coming to my house and josh say you came over to my house and i said did you notice you didn't take any steps coming into my house and you'd turn around and look and say no i didn't really pay that much attention well that's the goal of universal design is that for the majority of people it's not something that it's you know, noticeable it's noticeable we had a little checklist we were going through last week and i'll give you won't go through the entire part that I went through yes, uh, last week, but just to kind of give you a quick rundown on to catch us up to where we're at, aging in place remodeling checklist. So th- thinking of things, we talked about the exterior, having things at interior floor level, the overall floor plan. Think about that hallways. If you can make hallways wider, your entry, having well-lit entries, accessible pathway to the home, thresholds for your doors. Uh, we were in a that house I was talking about with a gentleman that was 80, mm-hmm. he's in a – that house was built back in the 1920s. Oh, wow. And the, yeah. the the threshold for the doors, even back in the – you know, in that era, they're so huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, so even even your newer thresholds are a little bit smaller, but they have even accessible thresholds that are a little bit yep. shorter for that. So that's something to think about there. Interior doors, making those as wide as you can, up to 36 inches when windows for those garages and carports that's one thing you know having an accessible entrance in your house but if it's half of it's uncovered you know during mm-hmm. this time of year if you have snow and ice and 
you know, yeah. may make it a, a challenge for that as well. Faucets, no pun intended there, Josh. <laughs> we're talking about lever handles and anti-scold controls, things like that. Countertops. Then we got into appliances, having controls on the front of the appliances as opposed to the rear, easily readable, those types of things. Side side swing uh, wall ovens. Instead of, you know, you think about an oven door. Folds forward. Folds forward towards mm-hmm. you. So you've got that much space between you and what you're trying to get out. Actually, so you're, yeah. you're leaning over top of all that as well Yeah, and setting it out. So if you have a side hinge, just like a door on mm-hmm. your house, it opens up. Yeah. It's a little easier and accessible to get to. Um, some miscellaneous things we talked about were having large enough areas to have turn radiuses, open open seating under countertop and work areas. And then going in the bathroom, bathtubs, and what's, we'll get into bathrooms here. But what have you seen you know, over the years, kind of some design things that we've done? And we recently just finished a bathroom. For a lady that was also, she was also in her 80s, that she contacted mm-hmm. her, the granddaughter yeah. was taking care of her, contacted yep. us at the office. We went out there and she thought she was going to redo the whole bathroom and a whole new mm-hmm. shower. Yeah. What's uh, but we ended up, we didn't have to do a whole renovation and tear everything out. And kind of tell us, tell us yeah, about so that project. Yeah, so we got this call. Again, she was thinking that she would have to rip out her tub and shower to put in a accessible shower unit but we work with this company that has does some accessible kind of remodification to what's in place so he came out and put an actual an access so they came out and cut the tub in the middle so she could actually step into the tub and step instead of stepping over the edge to make it a lot easier for her to get get in there and do that so it's it's a good second option I guess if you don't have mm-hmm. if you don't have the finances to rip out a whole tub in that case we can actually modify the actual tub that's in place to to make it accessible. And um, those tubs it, that was that tub was cast, cast iron. Yep. Yeah. So whether mm-hmm. you have a cast iron, fiberglass, acrylic, even a steel yeah, tub, they, they you can, can cut it. You can cut that. Put that access in there. And then we add it we add obviously added some grab bars and some handheld stuff in there for her to be able to pull herself up. And, whatnot so but what that did is you, you think about a tub that's you know anywhere from 14 to 16 inches tall mm-hmm. that you're stepping over to get in and out of well she could still do steps so it wasn't we didn't have to go totally curbless on that and so but what that did was putting that step in there i think it lowered it to what about five or six five inches or six inches yeah yeah that yeah. uh that cutout was in there and if you want i can send you it's just a Kind of a, I forget the, the technical name of it, but if you want to know more about that or see a picture of that or product information, just give us a call here at Studios or better yet, just send a text 225-0162. I'll reply back and get that over to you. So yeah, that, that particular project, one, if we were going to tear out the, the whole shower and the bathroom and redo that, you know, we were looking mm-hmm. at a, a four to eight week, yeah. you know, it's about six week long project. And then, but we we were able to turn that back around to her in two to three days, yeah, yep, a couple of days. Yeah. So it makes it a lot more easier on the on the client in a sense for that, and less uh, invasive. Yeah. What else have have you seen out there that either incorporating universal design or things things around your own house? You know, with mm-hmm. kids. So I, I always think about 
you know, little kids too. And my kids were little at one point where they couldn't reach half the stuff that was in the house mm-hmm. and light switches. And, you know, is there anything in your own house that you've done or, or thought about, you know, if this was like this, it'd be better for. Yeah. I think, I think one of the ones I'm looking forward to doing in my own house is doing a curbless shower to get rid of that curb just so it's one plane going into the shower just for the looks of it and you know it's it, it's a seamless look and it i think it looks really great we've done a couple ourselves uh, within the company and they've turned out they've turned out awesome and the clients really like it and especially with older older clients too you know possibly having to step over a curb to get in your shower you know that's not that's not really something they're they're looking forward to so the fact that we have an option to do a, a curbless shower is great as far as other things around my house, I, we're kind of in the middle of fixing stuff up, so one yeah. step at a time. But <laughs> there hasn't been too much that the kid, our kids are pretty responsible, but they can reach all the light switches and stuff like that. So, yeah. But we like we need to make a, a chair that they can stand and help cook because they like help cooking and get one of those <clears> things that <throat> you know it's just a little stool that they can move around and yeah put it on wheels or something, but. Awesome. Yeah. Well, and we talking about being able to reach things, you know, when, when you've got a larger remodel or, you know, years ago when I used to build houses, we did some, you think about your plugs around the house, mm-hmm. you know, why are they at the height that they're at? Mm-hmm. Well, you think about it, the electrician is carrying a hammer to nail the boxes on the wall and your hammers are 16 inches, Yep, puts the hammer on the wall, marks it, puts it on there and nails it in, <clears throat> does the whole house like that. Well, if, we were getting measuring up and getting floor plugs at 24 inches off the floor, which requires, you know, having to take a tape measure mm-hmm. and get that out and, and mark them. But if you can do that in a whole, in a whole space, it doesn't look out of place. Yeah. But if you think exactly. about it, you don't have to bend over as far. So it's, you know, your back and, yeah. and things like that to plug things in. And then for light switches, you know, it's the height that we put them at, you can bring them down mm-hmm. to so that they're easily accessible for everyone, for everyone and right. those things. So, you know, one site uh, company that we use talks about, you know, as we age, things definitely change. So your home needs to change and fit the changes in your life as well. So think about, you know, accidents, surgeries, or successful aging can create, you know, aging can create obstacles in and around your home that you didn't, you don't think about now, but maybe can come down the road. So there's a variety of solutions around. We talked about last week as, as well, JNR Construction. I'm a CAPS certified, which is, stands for Certified Aging in Place Specialist, which is some training that we go through through the National Association of Home Builders to help identify and come up with with solutions there. We also partner with different occupational therapists if needed, you know, for mm-hmm. in-home consultations yeah. for those as well. But, you know, some things, you know, require certain permitting and things like that. Insurance companies sometimes might pay for certain modifications. If you think about, you can reach out to your insurance agent on those. Some examples of some modifications that are uh, simple ones that we're talking about today. Think about safety bars, heard them as called grab bars, interior, exterior ramps. You know, think about having an exterior ramp to get in your house, but if you have some different floor changes and things inside, Mm -hmm. you may need some ramps inside as well. Comfort height toilets. So your your older commodes were lower to the floor, so a comfort height raises it up a little bit, so it's almost at chair height. That's a little bit more comfort there. Changing doorknobs to levered handles. You know, sometimes that we talked about last week, 
having think about what the shape that you make on your hand when you go to grab a doorknob, having a lever, you know, you could even use your elbow to elbow or um, you know, if arthritis becomes an issue over the over time. Yep. So, yeah. So uh, bathrooms. So doing wall support uh, provision for adjustable or varied height counters, having removable base cabinets if you have multiple use and somebody's in a wheelchair in your mm-hmm. house. And they also talked about, so think about just in aging in place, think about your eyesight that, you know, we need more light or maybe you need a contrast of colors where edges of countertops and things are. Maybe you can't see those. See properly. Um, yeah. So that's something to think about. Bracing in walls around, you know, for different shower seats or uh, commode locations, grab bars, those types of things. Just talked about sand-up showers and curbless showers. Now, years ago, curbless showers, let's talk about that for a minute, because the way we used to do it, if it was a framed house, you know, we would have to cut into those floor joists mm-hmm. and sink that down in the on the floor. Talk about our system and what the systems that are out there now that are a lot better and what some techniques to use, but we've gotten away from you don't have to cut out those floor joists anymore. Yeah. So yeah, so we we've Sluter has just come out the product that we use are or waterproofing shower units that we use. They've come out with a pan that's a little bit smaller, so it, you can just take out that subfloor and and set that right down. So when you tile the floor, the levels kind of match up. Mm-hmm. So their shower pan actually ends up being about I think it's just over three quarters inch thick, and it still has the slopes available. To drop down, so now you have to replace the subfloor a little bit lower, which is a little more work too. But you know, if you want that, that uh, yeah, we've done it where we we actually have. <coughs> so if you have a if you have your joist and you have three quarter inch subfloor, mm-hmm. we've taken the the subfloor out, out, put some bracing beside the joist because we want to get the subfloor at the same level. Same as the level. Joist. So we exactly it drops it down three quarters of an inch. Mm-hmm. Then you put in that pan and you put and everything in, then it makes it level makes with the it floor level. that's out in the hallway that's or in right. the bedroom. Or. Yeah, so basically you just recess the subfloor into in, in the joist bay with some bracing, extra bracing, stuff like that. So it's it's really good. I like it. I like the system. There's a couple other brands that have little metal brackets that screw to the top of the joist, and then that gives you an extra mm-hmm. instead of getting under there. And yeah, we saw those in, in, a, is that in Baltimore? In Baltimore, We, we yeah. went to the Ramallah yeah. show up there. And Can't company remember that the name those. of it. And but we've taken we just we've been taking two by fours or two by six nailers and yeah nailers and putting that in there because mm-hmm. you still got the support of the joist exactly and, and all that so yeah. yeah that's great we'll get into more on the bathrooms and stuff when we come back but uh, this is skinny on the home and uh, we'll be back after a short break we have uh, Josh uh, don't call me Licky Foster in the studio for this today welcome back this is skinny welcome back to skinny on the home. I'm your host, Jimmy Skinny McKinney, and the studios with me is Josh. Don't call me Leaky Fawcett. <laughs> We're taking your calls, answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, building, whether you're doing it yourself, having a friend or relative or help, or hiring a professional. And uh, we're here to help educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. Again, we're talking about aging in place, universal design, and we were in, talking about bathrooms, and we talked about the so – the, the products that we use for that, talking about doing a curbless shower and things, yep. is, is the Schluter system. There's also, I think, two or three others that yeah. have, offer that. Uh, Weedy is one that comes to mind that's the blue system. Schluter is the orange system mm-hmm. that you see that's out there. 
And, you know, and those systems, when properly installed, will help give you a longer life of those bathrooms and those showers and things. And that's, you know, Jane, our construction, our, we have a warranty of five years that we do with all of our projects. The state of Kentucky requires any contractor doing work by law has to give you a one-year warranty yep. on those. So we do a five-year. So we stand behind what we do. But on when it comes to tile itself, we extend that to a 10-year warranty mm-hmm. um, because of those products yes. that we use underneath and, and all those things. So a couple other things on bathrooms. Talked about comfort high toilets. You know, if, if you think of a commode that's a couple inches taller than one that maybe it's hard for you to get up on and off of makes it a lot easier. And they've toilet paper holders are designed in a way to that you can easily change out rolls now. You know the old it's got the spring loaded. Mm-hmm. You know that sometimes grabbing a hold of that. So a universal design product is one that you can just slide it on and off. They also make toilet paper holders and towel bars that double as grab bars. Yep. Yeah, and those we did one. We had a couple. It was a right behind the commode mounted the the. It was a raise up and down kind of grab bar that had the toilet paper attached to it, so you could it could be up out of your way if you needed to get in, mm-hmm. and then you could fold it down and help you help you get on there. So the um, aging in place and universal design you know a lot of times it's it's a hard conversation to have but yeah. if you start thinking about it's those tough. things and you're going to stay in long term so i think we're going to we've got a caller here we're going to go to the phone line we've got uh, uncle don up in uh, indiana on the phone here with us hey don hey how you doing buddy i'm great yeah well that's wonderful thanks for joining us got you on here yeah. josh josh is on here with us today too hello okay. hello hey hi so we're we're talking about aging in place and universal design, handicap remodeling. Oh yeah, all yeah. those, uh-huh. all those good things. What's what's going on in your world? Well, well, with what you're talking about, I remember uh, when we were putting on this addition for Dad. You know, we had to put some stuff in there for him, grab rails and stuff. That you know, and uh, really, you know, you find out that they're kind of good for everybody. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, your dad's, is he 95, 96? He's 96. Yeah. Oh, wow. And, yeah, uh, still drives. Still drives, yeah. Yeah. Good for yeah, him. That's good. Yeah, and you, sure that was, uh, you put that addition on, what, two years ago? Yes. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I did that, and, uh, well, he had lived up there once, once with us for a short while, and I'd actually put some stuff in another bathroom here that turned out to be real useful. You know, because you're always looking for somewhere. Everyone is looking for somewhere to grab a hold of something when you're in there showering, you know, and whatever. And sometimes, it, you know, you, you can slip and whatever. You know, I know I have. Yeah. Mm. I remember that's what you talked about your dad when he when he walks. He he kind of shuffles as he walks. Yeah, yeah. He, he moves slow, yeah. And what, what, did you, what did you find flooring-wise and, you know, even rugs are kind of – can be dangerous and stuff too right yeah we don't have any rugs in his uh apartment trying to think of the flooring i put down there but we didn't put no rugs down the only place he's got any rug is in his bedroom we put carpet on the floor mm-hmm. the only rugs he has he has some in the bathroom a couple but they all rubber backed you know and everything so what's the shower unit that you put in there because that's got a <clears throat> in a low curb 
Yes, yes, it is very low. Yeah, it's real low, so you don't have to, you know, lift up a lot because that can throw you off balance. You know, if you ain't got something to grab a hold of, it would be do. Because what you find out is, as you get older, they're not as strong either. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes when you start to fall, if you got a hold of something, it'll slow you down. But most, a lot of times, you can't. They can't hold the weight. Mm-hmm. Although, although Dad's pretty strong in certain cases, but he's. You know, he's easy to get off balance. Yeah. You know, well, I find out maybe myself as I get older, I'm not as agile and everything it was. I can still do everything I could do, could do, but I'm still not as agile. And it, it's, you find it harder to catch yourself. So you're really more sure about everything you do, make sure you're being safe. You're you not, know? you're not climbing and jumping out of trees anymore. No, 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 buddy, when you fall, you don't bounce. They don't feel good. They don't feel good. I've had it happen a couple times, and so that reminds you to be careful. Don't get in big hurries and stuff. Think about what you're doing. Yeah. You know, keep out of those situations. Yeah. Yeah, and then what you guys do on the outside, you created an area and a ramp. There's no no steps going in there, right? Yes, there is. There's uh, steps going off the front side of it, coming directly out of his door to the. We have a porch back here behind the house, green in porch, and uh, so it comes off that way. But then going down alongside the house, we have a ramp, and then he has a a porch area right outside of his door. There's like eight foot by four, I think, four by eight porch area there, and he actually can sit out there in that one corner in a chair if he wants to. He don't want to go out front or go out there and sit on the porch or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's got good access, and then we put in a concrete walk all around there and connect him to the porch area and everything. So everything's safe. Got the rail, you know, to hold on to. And Yeah. Uh, and so it, it's a – you basically created a one-bedroom house back there because it's – you did a little kitchen, yeah. little kitchenette, but did you, do a, mm-hmm. did you do a stove back there? No, no stove. No stove, that's right. No no, he wasn't going to be doing any cooking back there, and we didn't really want that anyhow. Yeah. Because he, he don't want to cook, but he has a microwave, refrigerator. He has what he needs, you know, some kitchen yeah. cabinets there and put a few things in. You yeah. know, and so he has, has a pantry. He's got a nice bathroom there, and you know, and, and then his bedroom, he's got big uh, wall-to-wall closets all one side, and I put a light in him so he could see. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. turned out. They're not real good. Excellent. What projects are, uh, what else are you working on here around the house? <laughs> well. you got a big one going on out by the garage, don't you? Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> we've got a different motor home. And, uh, well, I was wanting to build this lean-to or something on the side of our pole barn. Well, we got a different motor home, and it's bigger. It's longer and it's taller. So that made it complicated it a little bit so because i got to get get higher and it's going to be actually higher than the so we actually use the existing wall of the pole barn for the wall of the new building and we went out 16 feet with it that way i can back this motorhome in there it's a class a motorhome backing in there and i'll be able to open up the slides both ways and still be able to get around it oh nice i also had to make it four foot longer because that one's 40 foot long and i needed to go another four foot just so i could have room to get around it you know that'll that'll help long term with the roof system and everything yeah yeah it it keeps the weather off of them you know 
you know, the weather and the sun. You know, it, it, it's not so much the winter weather's hard on them, it's the summer. Summer weather's what's hard on your vehicles and stuff. Mm. That sun just beats on it and, you know, drives out your tires, it bakes your car, you know. And if you, the more you can keep something out of the sun, the better off you are. Yeah. You know. So, trying to do that. Wintertime, you're basically just trying to keep weather off of the roof area. Although this one here has a one piece fiberglass roof, which is really, you know, you're not really in any problem there with that. But it, it just keeps water from getting in different places and freezing and falling and whatever, you know. So, what are some things in the, uh, RV that make it universal or design-wise or accessible that makes it easy for you guys to to basically have your, you know your house on wheels. Have you found with this one anything different from the previous one that you had, and and how is there any anything in there that helps with that accessibility and as you as you age with the motorhome? Yeah. Right. Well. You know, it's it's not hard to get in. It's got steps that come out, you know, by themselves. I was looking for one that I didn't want to, you know, my other ones, you know, I had to pull out my own awning and stuff where this has got electric awning. It's got electric step on it. And it's got three steps on it. So it you're basically always pretty close to the ground. You don't have to do a lot of stepping up and stuff. And it's got grab rail on the inside and the outside, which they put in there to hang on to and stuff and and inside you we don't have no rugs or anything on the floor we have you know carpet in the living room area back in the bedroom and then the rest of it's tiled and i'm just uh, looking for that automatic drive pilot that uh, can just drive and i can just go back there and sleep while we're still driving down the road ain't got that good though it drives as good as the other one did the other one drove drove great but uh, this one drives good. Uh, just getting used to a little being a little bigger up front there than what you kind of used to. The back part, the coach part, only about I think six inches, maybe wider than the other one was. Yeah, but it's a cab area up there. When you get that whole big cab area, and you're dealing with that, but it wasn't no issue. You know, it drives, it drove better and had more pep than I thought it would be, and as big as it is, and. And it's pretty, in the bathroom, is it's pretty nice. You don't have to step up real high to get in the shower or anything. I don't have any issues with that now, anyhow. So Yeah. As we wrap up the call, what have you found the top things that make it easier for you guys in your own house and what you found in your dad's house? What's kind of the, the maybe some easy things that folks listening today can uh, do in their own house or things to think about as they age and get older? Because you probably didn't think about these things 20, 30 years ago, did you? So what's, no. uh, if you could go back and, you know, hindsight's always the best teacher. Is there anything you'd do different or want to tell folks that are listening today about aging in place? And Yeah, well, I, you know, I'd say, you know, when you're, if you're going to be moving, you know, if you're going to be staying somewhere, you know you're going to be staying, you want to look for a place that, you know, that's on one level. You don't want to have steps and stuff you got to go up and down. More steps and stuff you got to go up and down, then once you... You never know what you're going to be con- be confronted with as you get older. And so a lot of steps and stuff can be a big issue. With some people, not so much. Dad, you know, like I said, he doesn't, he doesn't, he shuffles a lot, don't walk, I mean, don't walk like we do. So having a lot of rails, you know, like when I, like in my living room, it, it's, it's a different level, you know, three steps down from the, ridge, the other house, but I have handrails on both sides. 
that you can hang on to. You can actually hang on to both of them at the same time if you need to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, having a house on one level and stuff, and then, and you know, and getting your grab rails and stuff put in your bathrooms and stuff where you got, you got them everywhere and you need them getting in, you know, when, you, when you're in there, you got one you hang on to, you know, stuff like that. And, and your rugs and stuff, you know, be thinking about your flooring. Yeah, rugs like rugs is one I didn't think about that, mm. yeah, when you have those down or you have too many of them, they can yeah, easily rugs, be a trip hazard. Yes, it can mm. be, you know, and rubber back rugs really help a lot because you, you won't slip with those. Mm-hmm. And that, that can be an issue, you know, them rugs slipping around on slicky floors. And, you know, so having a rug that stays in place is a, is a good thing. And then, and then if you can get by without having any, it would probably be even, even better. Yeah. So we hadn't even thought about putting any rugs out there in, in Dad's apartment. You know, he hasn't said anything. I mean, fine, you know, a lot of times you want to do that for accent and stuff. But it's better for him not to have that. Yeah. It uh, just keeps that. I mean, to be thinking about that, you know. If you want one, just go paint one on the floor. That's right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then your ramps and stuff, you know, you guys think about that. Again, you know, the way this is, you're generally going to, a lot of times you're going to have steps somewhere, but. Uh, make them where they're not where you got to enter, where you're going to be doing most of your walking and stuff, in and in and out and whatever, you know. Uh, yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks for calling us today. Hey, good talking to you. All right. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, his dad's ninety six. Wow, living with him. Yeah, and, uh, that's uh, doing did those modifications and made it. He was he was living in a home, and uh, but you know he was able to. He had the room and added mm-hmm. on to the house, and which that's that's becoming more and more popular. Out, oh yeah, out west they call them, you know, the granny pods or mother-in-law you know, suite. mother-in-law suites or mm-hmm. or whatever. And actually, the the regulation nationwide is coming down, and, and Kentucky is starting to pass some laws to where those things can be built on properties, and even yeah. if they're they're freestanding, not attached to the house, mm-hmm. the thing you just like he said, you know, they don't have a there's no stove in the in yeah. there so it's but with like we have a convection oven and there's hot plates that you can oh, get yeah. so i mean there's ways to to do Work that around without stove. having a stove in there and those things so some other checklist things to think about is stairways lifts elevators you know when we moved in our house there it was a two-story but the couple that was living there prior to us were in their 90s and they had, oh, wow. they'd easily put a they put a chairlift on there yep and they were able to get from get floor to now. floor and, mm-hmm. and those things so so thinking about stairways lifts elevators a lot of times if you can if you think about your first floor and your second floor maybe you can't do a lift but you thought about maybe you haven't thought or about an elevator or not but if you have closets stacked on top of each other that could easily be a an elevator shaft converted you know, we sometimes don't want to get rid of our closet space, but yeah. something to think about ramps. So storage, thinking about those, thinking about closets, you know, putting lights in closets, automated lights are great for closets. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of those where they're either motion or we do a, um, on a door hinge. Yeah. A door hinge to call a door jam switch mm-hmm. where once you can wire that in and once the door opens, the light clicks on, on and those are really nice for that. So on an electrical lighting safety, again, more lighting. Talked about rocker-style switches or even touch lights or motion lights. Mm-hmm. So the rocker-style gets away from the little bitty switches that we all probably have in our house. Uh, most yep. of us have. Mm-hmm. It's easy. You can 
You can just hit those with your fist and turn them on and off without fist, elbow, yeah, nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, so easy to read thermostats, pre-programmed thermostats. You know all the new, the latest technology that's out now. You can they can all sync to your phone. Yeah. And you can that, program all that. That was one thing I was going to talk about technology. You yeah. Know, if you're aging in place and accessibility is tough, you know technology is so advanced now you can turn your house on with your phone and turn it off and just thermostats and you know certain lights in certain rooms you know lock your doors turn on your tv run your vacuum yeah you know so and even with with google and alexa mm-hmm. and which i've always wanted to do this so if you got your radio on close alexa turn off the lights no <laughs> turned off your lights don't call me at the studio no, i'm just kidding <laughs> but yeah it's uh the, those are mm-hmm. you can link those in, and they even have Wi-Fi light bulbs now. Yep, and that's the technology and, and the speed of technology and how it's coming you know, about. But turn the shower on, turn the shower off. You know, temp- yeah. set the temperatures. You know, so I, I would recommend looking into that if you have accessibility issues or mobility issues. You know, mm-hmm. you get yeah. time for bed and you forgot to yeah. shut your lights off. Yeah, and you know, you can just say Alexa, turn my lights off. You yeah, know, that'd, yeah, would be a good idea. Or like uh, Benson says on here, Alexa, turn to 99.1 FM. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're well, going to take a quick break here in a minute, come back and wrap up some more things. We got we want to talk about some storage. We're going to get into some flooring and HVAC ventilation and all those things. So stay tuned. We'll be right back here at Skinny on the Home. Welcome back. This is Skinny on the Home. Brought to you by the Building Institute of Central Kentucky. Building Institute of Central Kentucky. You can call them at 229-6641. Jobs are waiting for you. The Building Institute is waiting for you. Employers are waiting for you. 229-6641. Thanks for tuning in today. This is Jimmy Skinny McKinney and the studios with me, Josh No Leaky Fawcett. Hmm. Answering your questions, giving you the skinny on home improvement, remodeling, designing, or building. Whether you're doing it yourself or having a friend or relative help or hiring a professional, we're here to help educate you on the latest products, trends, designs, techniques. Before we went to the break, we're today we're talking about aging in place, universal design, handicap remodeling, and uh, technology. Yeah. And talked about that. So <clears throat> what else uh, technology-wise besides we talked about, you know, the having the – it's a device I think you have to pay for, and it's almost yeah. like the cost of a cell phone. Yeah, <clears throat> you know if you the you know the falling and I can't get up button, button. is what I mm-hmm. call it. But we were talking about that before during the break there of you know if you have Alexa or a Google Home and link that in, you can have them call call nine one one or you don't have to have, or whatever you need have to have an extra mm-hmm. device in there now. So all right, we're gonna go to the phone lines. We got Mona in Versailles. Hey, Mona. Hi, thanks for taking my call. Yeah, thanks for calling. Um, I've actually called you guys before, and you gave me some recommendations for uh, a couple companies to paint cabinets. And so thank you for that. We are looking at eventually replacing uh, a very large hot water tank for our home. It's a two-story home, two-and-a-half bathrooms, uh, and a kitchen. So we were also considering possibly doing an on-demand system. My uh, friend in Alabama has that. It's like this little tank that's mounted on the outside of the house. And I just wanted to see if something like that would actually suit 
our home? Yeah, great question. The um, first question I would ask you is, do you have gas in the house, natural gas yes. or propane? Nat- natural gas heat and okay. uh, heat the water tank. Yeah, great. Is that in a basement or on a crawl space or inside of a closet somewhere where the hot water tank is now? The hot water tank we had, it actually moved to the garage uh, because it wasn't a closet under the stairs and it seems like a fire hazard to me. Mm. So we had it move when we initially bought the home and it was very easy because the garage is on the outside of the closet. Okay. okay. And the stack was already there, you know, to ventilate. And so it was, it was very easy for the plumber to move. Awesome. Is it on a, is it sitting on an exterior wall in the garage? It is sitting, it is sitting on an interior wall. Okay. So the on-demand, we do a, we do a ton of those um, yeah. with uh, J&R Construction. It's, and uh, they're, they're great space savers. And as long as you, when you're working with your plumbing professional and there's the, the ventilation piece is, uh, is a big part of it too. So we try to get those where they're on an exterior wall as, as much as we can because mm-hmm. it's just okay. a shorter run. As long as they know how many bathrooms you have and mm-hmm. you're giving all that information, they're sized to support the number of bathrooms and kitchens and things like that that you have in a house. And every, every one that we've done, every client just loves it. You know, it's, it's not, it just heats it when you, when you're ready. And right. you said your friend in Alabama has it on the outside of the house. Yeah. So they have their house is on a slab. Ours is on a crawl here in Kentucky and hers, when she was showing it to me years ago, when they had it put in, it was on the outside of the garage wall. So it wasn't even on the inside of the garage. It was on the exterior of the home on the garage wall. And so that was where I was trying to figure out, okay, they have just two bathrooms. It's one floor on a slab, and that system works great for them. Ours is two stories. Both the full bathrooms are upstairs, half a bathroom down, kitchen down. And where the placement is with our, you know, hot water tank now, I was just trying to figure out, will this system even work for us? Yeah. Well, one thing to keep in mind, that the bathroom that's think that's furthest away, it's not going to... You know, when when you go to a hotel or something like that, how you instantly have hot water, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be instantly hot, you know, far away in that in that bathroom. It's still gonna take time for that water to get from the tank up there as it's going through right. the coils. So if you if you're looking for that, you can easily add an additional booster either under your sink or in the in the line of the water going to that as well. So. Just keep that in mind. If doing an on-demand system, will it will support the number of bathrooms you have and things like that. Again, working with your local uh, plumbing professionals and one of our show sponsors, Lexington with Nelson down in Nicholasville. They that's where we get the most of our systems and uh, working with your with a plumber on that. And uh, yeah, they can and plumbers that have put in a lot of those systems. You want to you want to make sure they they know what they're doing and and uh, work right. with those professionals. So, but yeah, they yeah, they well, work great. It sounds like it would be about the same as what's happening now. So the the furthest bathroom away is the master bathroom, and we have to turn the water on and let it run for a while for in order to get hot water there anyway. Unless, of course, we're running the dishwasher, um, which mm. is pulled in, you know, and is heated a ton of water. Everything heats up very fast at that point. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, the, so it doesn't matter. Even yeah. if we got that on-demand system, it still would take a while unless we get the booster. And that's where right. years ago it used to be the um, on-demand wouldn't necessarily 
support a house of that size, but exactly. you'd have to have a booster for the, the room that you wanted it in. So that's where my my spouse was saying, oh, well, don't we need to do, don't we need to get the room boosters and the external wouldn't, one wouldn't work? And I said, I think that's changed, but I, I wanted to check with you because yeah. I love your show. So. Oh, thanks. And uh, yeah, the, the ones on the outside of the house, most of the units that we put in are on the inside of the house. You still have, you know, the ventilation that goes out, so... But again, right. working with those, those are, and they're great, and they've come a long way. And I definitely don't recommend the all electric ones. It, it just uses too much energy. So if you right. have gas, you want to yeah. you want to use those. But you'll be yeah. able to you'll be able to run your dishwasher, have somebody washing dishes, taking two showers, and flushing the commodes, and still have plenty of hot water right. for yes. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's great, wonderful. And I, I figured since you know hot water tanks only have a certain life, I told my spouse that we probably got two to four years left on it. So mm. maybe we want to consider something different. And again, yes, it will free up some space in the garage. Obviously, since those units are mounted to the wall and yeah. rather thin, and yeah, yeah, okay. excellent, great. awesome. Thanks for the call, Thank Mona. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Have a blessed day. All right. I don't think this uh, station reaches all the way out there, but if you're on Facebook listening or um, going to WJMM.com listening uh, around Central Kentucky, we uh, are in the Owensboro market as well. On demand or that uh, hot water heater, that's that's one thing thinking about too is even as you age in place and age in your house, Mm -hmm. having a hot water heater that, you know, you don't have to worry about if it's going to, you know, if it's going to bust or, you know, yeah. leak or, you know, those things. And plus saving space and just they're, they're so much more efficient nowadays. Yeah. And but we, well, I'd, I'd say probably at least a handful of projects a year we're putting those putting in on. Those in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about flooring for aging in place and universal design. Thinking about smooth, non-glare slip resistant surfaces interior and exterior. I didn't think about the non glare. Yeah. Know, thinking of things that shine off shine the floor off and can blind you blind. and you get dizzy or what I guess. Mm-hmm. It talked about carpet trying to use a low pile or, you know, using a density denser firm pad. The uh, color and texture contrast between the two. <clears throat> That's about it as all on flooring. And your if you're gonna do use tile in a bathroom or a shower you know, a lot of your grip comes from your grout, your mm-hmm. grout lines as well. But also they make tile has some different ratings on it for non-slip resistant. Yeah. There's more textures in tile That's right. nowadays than there used to be as well. Heating and ventilation, air conditioning, that's uh, filters. So I don't know how many houses we go into and the, and the furnace is in the crawl space. Or the attic. Or the attic, and that's where the filter is that you got to crawl up there and change. So yeah. getting – we have we have a – a project we're working on that we're actually getting the filters moved to the return air location. So they're mm-hmm. a little bit easier popping those on and off and you don't have to change out the, the filter in the unit itself. Yeah. So thinking about those and all those things. So thanks for joining us and make it a great week.